it's okay for her to seek that comfort of other men. Because, you know, she's she's got to run wild. You can't keep something like that back. Hold on, man. Hold I've got to tell him. Uh, no. no, I don't care what the doctor said. we got to tell him now. Ricky, the doctor told us that we should let you work it out in your own sweet time, but, Ricky, you can walk. What'd you just say? He's telling you the truth, man. It's all in your head. You sick sons of bitches. I mean, you walk in that door on your two legs all fat and cocky and looking at me in my chair and you tell me it's all in my head? I hope that both of you have sons, handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who are talented and star athletes and, and they have their legs taken away. I mean, I pray you know that pain and that hurt. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. You are not paralyzed. I am so paralyzed. No, no, no. Oh, rough on him now. No, he needs to know. Okay. He's always crying. Yeah, tough love it is, tough love. Wake up, idiot. You want to know what I am? You want to see what my life is? Don't, huh? don't, don't do it. You want to see what's going on here? Don't you stick that knife in your leg. Teach my heart is a beat, and I'm a drum. I'm harder to keep, but harder to sleep. I'm scared of the dark, I'm not gonna run. I'm harder to break, but harder to make. You get in my way, I'm drawing my gun. I'm not gonna play, I'm not for the games, I'm not gonna change. Put that on my son, put that on my mom, put that on my sis, put that on my bitch and all of my hoes. Put that on my team, put that on my G's. I say what I mean, you already know. Put that on my city, put that on my Bentley. I got me a beam, I wanted to roll. Sip on some Henny and ride with the semi. All my niggas with me, I'm calling a toast. Calling the plug, you calling the cops, I call you a snitch, you holding a grudge, you calling a judge, you say you a thug, I call you a bitch, I call you a hoe, don't call me a bro, don't call me no more, I call you a trick, I'm tired of the hate, I'm tired of the snakes, I'm tired of your face, you all on my dick, I wanted the fame, I wanted the name, I wanted the break, I wanted the love, I wanted the cake, I wanted to be great, I wanted to change and all the above, you want me to fall, you want me to crawl, you want me to star, they want me on drugs, you want me to fail, they want me to jail, they want on my soul, they want on my blood, I'm out for revenge, I'm out for the ends, I'm out for respect, I'm out for the crown, I'm out for the rain, they starting to aim, I hopped in a plane, I'm not going down, I'm dodging the flames, they call him my name, I wanna be saved, but I don't know how, I thought it was safe, but I got a plan, let's roll up the chopper and ride it around, I pull up on them white sleep, you gon' see, it's a fucking murder spree, you gon' see, won't nobody say a peep, you gon' see, don't you turn your back on me, you gon' see, roll up on them white sleep, catch a nigga slipping, I might hit him with the pop, they gon' miss him, cause revenge feels sweet, you gon' see, won't nobody say a peep, you gon' see. Week 10's in the books. A lot of drama, mainly off the field. Joined by just Samuel, Andres, and sort of a last minute addition based on the transgressions, I guess, that some of the league members believe happened yesterday for the trade with me and Hasty is, is Max 
our commissioner. What's up? To, I, I mean, I think really like just to get right into it, right? People have issue with the trade. People have issues with first round picks being traded in general, tanking, collusion, all of these things. And what I think we'll talk about for the bulk of the show today is what are we going to do about it? What are authoritarian ways that we can control it? And what are some smart ways that we can put regulations on what people believe to be, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to call it. I'll, I'll kick it to you, Max, because you're the one that's probably had to deal with the brunt of um, people complaining. Yes, thank you. I'm a man of the people. Um, so I just, I want to represent the people. And, I, and that's why I'm on here. Um, and, I, and as you said, I think, you know, two of the three members of this illustrious podcast have, have stirred the pot. Um, I want to start off by saying nothing, no, no rules have been broken. Um, nothing illegal has been done here. I'm not going to veto this trade. Um, I'm not that type of commissioner, but things have to change. We've already spoken about it. Um, I think the trade deadline needs to be moved up two weeks. Uh, I think that's non-negotiable. Um, Hasty, I don't fault you for what's been done here. If you're, if you're at this point in the season, if you're somewhere between ninth place and seventh place, it makes sense for you to sell. Um, if you don't have a, you know, if you don't think you have a chance of winning a championship this far into the season, it's obviously it's a race between Goldfarb and Weiss. Like there's no, they're, they're, like literally no, I don't think anything could happen where one of those two is not doing the punishment. Um, but I think, listen, I think some of the animosity towards this deal comes from the fact that Berg Hasty just armed you with the best receiver in football. Um, and two weeks later, he then gives you the, the last remaining good player on his roster. And there appears to be some sort of collusion going on here. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the two of you have been talking about, what kind of weird shit the two of you guys have been doing. But uh, there seems to be some funny business going on here. I'd like to get down to the bottom of that. And I don't like it. Okay, so let's hear um, a bit more about where this is coming from. Um, because, you know, we're not going to deal with the faceless day. Do you, Max, have a problem with this? Um, I don't. So, no. I, I, as, as your commissioner, I don't have a problem with it, right? Like, nothing, nothing here. No rules have been broken, right? So, I, I'll try to separate myself from that aspect of it. Um, no, listen, I, once again, Berg, I think, I think you've kind of said it over the last few weeks, like you're going to take advantage of how the, how the rules currently are. And the trade deadline is this far in the season and people are willing to make moves that aren't going to put them in last place. And I can't blame you for doing what you've done. Um, do I think that like making the league better? No, I don't think this is, I don't think this is necessarily good for the league. Um, I completely disagree. Okay, let's hear why you disagree. It's a keeper league. Like, we're not doing a redraft league. So in keeper leagues, there are always going to be much stronger teams and much weaker teams than a redraft league. Because people make decisions. And I agree, the trade deadline is way too late. It gives people too much time to decide whether they're buyers or they're sellers. But keeper leagues just inherently because of an ongoing track of building a team are going to have really good teams some years and really shitty teams 
some years. And the precedent's been set. I didn't want to, like, I did not want to make this trade. I was actually not active. And then you made your deal. And I said, fuck, like, I have to activate now. And I said it last year. I said it this year. I am not guaranteed to win a championship. I think I now have the best roster, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to win. But I'm willing to win at all costs. And that's what I did. So if you want to win this fucking league, um, stop being a bitch. You're going to have to have some future risk associated with it. And that's the precedent that's been set, at least for the last two years. So hold on. Like, I appreciate you standing up for yourself, Greg. But before we even talk about what's right and what's not, let's hear about who has a problem. Because, Max, you said you don't have a problem with it. AJ, do you have a problem? Oh, I can't it? tell you who. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal my sources. I know. I know you want to hear who has a problem with it. There are quite a few. I, I was reached out to you by four members of the league today. Four members. Okay, so a third hey, so of our league. Should, hey, so you should write like a like a email or something to the so league. So a third of our league. So, so so Max, just to let you know, if a third of your of our league reached out to you, a third of our league is on the podcast right now, and. I don't think Rose reached out to you or John. Or you don't think Vito said anything? <laughs> I don't think Fish or Ian did since they've been, <laughs> since they've been on the yeah, receiving Vito end. Tried, of... Vito, Vito tried to sell me some weed last night. But, you know. yeah. So <laughs> he's, a, he's a seller. So why don't you just give us some insight into who has an issue? And I, and I actually just want to know what the issue is. Like, it was it not the same even... issue from everybody? Were they different issues? were different issues i think i think um i think that the thought was that this was a little like almost a little excessive like the two of you had made had already made your big deal um and bird you and i have talked about this right if you look at your trade the two trades that you guys have made if you look at it in aggregate which i i don't have it actually in front of me right now but uh it i what was it, it was aj brown it was it was uh hasty you gave up aj brown AJ Brown and Devontae uh, Adams. Devontae Adams. In a fifth. A two and a five. No, just a five. Well, a AJ two Brown and five, Devontae, like together. in aggregate, because you said, how did it net out? It yeah. netted out to AJ Brown and Devontae Adams for a five and a five, excuse me, for a first Waddle and Mike Evans. And Waddle's the only keeper of the bunch. Wasn't a five. Yeah. I got a second back. No, no. You got your second that you said. Is that nets? Because you gave it and right, got and that's out. Right, exactly. So exactly. I said the, the two back doesn't make that trade. Right, right, right. right. So I, I, yeah. So <clears throat> I think I think I think part I, right. So I think in aggregate it's fine. I think I think in a nutshell, uh, a few of the people who were upset about it were obviously in contention to win the, win a championship and felt that this yeah. was kind of an unnecessary move that you like didn't have to make and that hasty we're probably like, probably the same you're, are, you've people. already like you've, you've already had your haul and you have all these assets like why like why was this deal why did this deal have to be made um i personally don't have a problem with with I, really with either of you making this move like sam if you want to if you want to destroy your future next year to win a championship this year like i, I don't have a problem that's it's a, it, that's um, another just it's just a false to say that i'm destroying my future next year yeah and you brought this up first round pick you texted me about this today show. Yeah, it's a joke. It's not That's, that it's, bad. It's, it's just not true. It's it's not true. Also, how like, many first round picks? Had, got how many people have traded? Third, Kevin's already traded a third. Highland and, oh, and, and I'm sorry. Kevin's Kevin's traded a third and Jamar Chase. 
Jamar Chase is a second is a top 24 pick next year. And I think it's funny that the issue with that is probably the same type of people who had an issue with retail traders fucking making a play on GameStop while, you know, they sat in their big corporate <laughs> big wigs, you know. I have no problem with that. They can manipulate the market whenever they want, but as soon as someone else comes in and creates a new layer of competition, then it's an issue. All right. All right. Let, let, let's talk solutions then, because I think we're just, we can talk about this all day and, and argue about who's right and who's wrong. Really, no, no one's wrong. No one's um, wrong. Hasty, to answer your question, no, I don't have a problem with it. I just didn't get it on also, the surface. And it was I do a wanna, I do wanna explained say, to me like, more, so by Berg and... I well, think just it, like, for me, the way now. I see it is like, AJ Brown's good. He's he's also been super up and down. Like if you look at at AJ Brown, he's had two good weeks this this year. Correct. Two, right. And and the other weeks, it's not like he was okay. Like he sucked the other oh, weeks. Oh, I totally and, agree with you. And Waddle's floor, Waddle's floor is is ten. Right. He's like around. He's like, ten, is he around, and around he's like ten keeper points? Or late, maybe a little lower. And I get I can't draft for shit. You guys realize I had two great keepers, two fourths, two fifths, and I still suck this year. Like I, two, I actually, three seconds is not enough for me to be competitive in this league. I needed two firsts and two seconds. I, so I think I actually you did better. With you. I think you sold. You think you I think you sold too early. That's my so opinion. Let me tell you I appreciate where you're coming from. The big trades I made were Devonte Adams and Nick Chubb. Like at the end of the day, the big big deals I made were getting rid of Devonte Adams and getting rid of Nick Chubb. Yep. AJ Brown, we can talk about, but those two moves that I made have resulted in two things. One more net points for my team since I sold them. And two, I would have lost both weeks with or without them. Regard, like, like I, they would not have changed the outcome of either week at all. And yeah. I knew that coming in because I looked at my schedule and I said, I got to play fucking Kevin. And Jonathan Taylor just scored 50 fucking points on a Thursday. So I'm not going to compete this week. So I'm getting rid of Chubb and I'm getting rid of Adams. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. That's fair. And, and Hasty can attest to this. So first of all, like there's no collusion. I think I've traded with almost everyone in this league and I continue to get deals done because anybody who's actually done a deal with me knows that like, I'm not ever trying to fuck someone over. Maybe Highland last year, I kind of fucked over a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's on him. If he negotiated, then I would have at least treated him with some respect instead of what I did. But yeah, except he probably reached out to you with that deal. Here's, here's the thing. (laughs) And I think it's a testament to how good the league is. Kevin made a fucking great move to get himself Austin Eckler and CMC. And that made him a top contender in the league. You made a huge move to get Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook on your team. Again, those two, those two duos and Michael Carter, but those two duos on their own could put up a hundred points combined in a week. Like that's not, it's not improbable that something like that happens. It's super improbable. It's not, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. But it's, You're right. it's really, really improbable. You're right. Thank you for correcting me on that. I appreciate it. But Hasey and I actually had this deal negotiated last week. It was done, but Hasey wanted to keep A.J. Brown to try to beat Heller. That didn't work out very well, but it also put the deal at risk because Aaron Jones got hurt this week. And I texted Hasey and I was transparent. I was like, look, dude, I still want to do this deal with you, but if, a- if Aaron Jones is done for the year, then we're not doing it because I have A.J. Dillon. And all year, I, like, I made the deal because my flex spot at this moment is, was, was not where it needed to be. I didn't feel good about it. 
I wish that Vic Fangio wasn't a fucking moron and realized that Melvin Gordon is literal trash and Javante Williams is better, but that didn't happen. And I can't wait on that. So I made a move for AJ Brown, who I've literally loved all year, all year. I've been asking for AJ Brown. Um, and I got him. I got my guy. Now I feel really good about it. Let me say one other and thing. That's it. Berg, I, this is going to hurt our friendship, but I want you to know the truth. Berg, uh, in, like, like Berg said, we had talked about this deal last week and we basically said like, okay, yeah, like we're on the same page depending on how things go. I guarantee you that at least one of the people that complained to you, Max, I told them I've got an offer. It's for a first. I don't want to do it. But if you don't give me something good, I'm going to do it. And that, like, that's what you, and this is like, these are people in prime contention. I, I was not like, I tried to shop in another direction because I knew everybody would be like, holy shit, another deal with Berg and you get a first round pick. Like, I knew Why that would that hurt our friendship? Family. I expect you to do that. And I did, like, I did exactly that. And the guy, like, he said, listen, I just can't give a first. I just can't do it. But I could sounds do like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I said, okay, like, sorry. Who was it? Who was it? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But you know what? I invite those that have a problem to join us any given Wednesday and we will chat about it. Yeah. Sometimes you work for someone that doesn't want to pay someone and then he goes to the angels. Is that the same person? You know what I'm talking about, Max? Does he work for the person who doesn't pay people who are now on the angels? No comment. Okay. I will not reveal. <laughs> I know exactly what I, I know exactly what's being asked to me, and I'm not commenting on this. Okay. I won't okay. reveal. Plead the fifth. Okay. So let's talk about solutions. I don't know what the last. I know like this has been a popular one. Like last stage punishment has to be worse. I don't know that this necessarily changes anything because Weiss and Goldberg on the bottom. Uh, so I don't really know if that changes anything. I think. Like, is it finishing in the bottom four? There's a punishment, and then you know, I thought that's how we kind of conquered it with with the consolation bracket. With like, if yeah. you don't make the playoffs, I've been you're thinking in that, about right. That. So I've been I've been there, worried about like, the that's playoffs. also a huge thing. Honestly, like Sam, that's a huge thing, right? Exactly. If you sell all of your players, you still have to go through the consolation bracket. And well, that's why I tried honestly, to get like, Antonio Gibson. And White Jane probably Robles. has a better team than you do right now. I don't know, man. You're right. No, Goldfarb Gold doesn't. Gaskin is the worst. Well, Alex definitely doesn't. I mean, geez. I, 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 I actually put I mean, this in the, in the recap. One of my oldest friends in the world. I don't think we're going to get to the notes. That. Do you think that roster that he trotted out there last week is the worst roster that's ever been played in Omar's Angels history? Yes. Yeah. It's not the worst point total because he had, a, because he had the Buffalo defense. There's, there's nothing else to be said. It was the worst roster ever put together. It was really bad. He literally so, didn't have a running back until, I think, 1255. Like, there was, there was just nobody. <laughs> so, I did actually want to mention this. I, I told this to AJ last week. Um, it's totally fucking random. Totally random. But just talking about, like, low point totals, um, I wanted to mention this. So, as some of you know, mainly Hasty. I do have OCD, pretty diagnosed. There's been times when it's been like really bad. Um, one of the things that, like the biggest thing for me is 
It's like deja vu and familiarity, but also numbers in general. Numbers, when I hear them and they feel or look familiar in my head, but I can't put it to something, it gives me like a ton of anxiety and I don't know, and I don't know why. So, Hasty, yeah. last week, you said Highland was going to score 48 points. Do you think that was a random number that you just thought of? In total? Yes, you said Highland's going to score 48 points. Do you well, think that was random? 105 points. So yes, but you no, no, no but he's, said, he's he means you said randomly from the podcast. Highland's going to score like 48 points. 48 points. I have no idea. So when you said that, yep. I got a ton of anxiety. Like I was like, okay, why, why is Highland and the number 48? Like, why is that fucking with my head? Okay. And I think the human brain's an interesting thing because then I listened to the podcast. I had forgotten about it. And then I heard it again. I was like, what? And you oh, freaked fuck. out. I freaked out. I was like, why is that so familiar? Like, why is that fucking with me? Yep. And then I was like, Hasey doesn't even realize why he said Highland's going to score 48 points. Like, it wasn't random. His email is 48 Highland. So at some point, you probably associated Highland and 48 points. I don't think. In your true. head. And I know you don't think you did that. No, I think. But I when I heard Highland scored 48 points, my head was just like, it connected 48 and Highland. And that's his email. Then I figured it out. And I was like, oh. So okay. I wanted to tell you guys this, because this is a perfect segue into the fact that on Friday night, as you guys know, I was in Vegas this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Friday night, I went to Cirque du Soleil Ooh. and I, I took some gummies beforehand. <laughs> nice. And, and I thought what I was getting was a reasonable amount of gummies and it was not. And it was the wildest experience in my entire fucking life. It was unreal. Highly recommend also terrifying, but it's, it's, it's super cool. Also, you was, can't tell who dudes and chicks are in Cirque du Soleil. It's like super androgynous. It's like dudes with their, like, it's wild. It's a really, really weird, wild experience. Also, that's the scene from Knocked Up. As an aside, yeah, exactly. It's a, and, and you know what? It could not be more spot on. It's fucking yeah. insane. <laughs> um, also, the Chiefs Raiders game, I thought was going to be the sickest thing ever. Super disappointing. But the stadium's awesome. Really? Highly recommend. Well, because well, it was only disappointing because it was a blowout, right? Like the beginning yeah. of the game was sick. Oh, also, I, I told you all, like I texted the group saying I threw a bunch of bills on Raiders money line. <laughs> so like yep. hammer the other side. You're welcome for anybody that did that. <laughs> um, but I also hammered Tyreek Hill for a touchdown. Nice. So, yeah. That's a good payout. So, so it worked out well. There you um, go. But uh, so like the first the first half was sick because like we were on. Do they have odds? Do they have odds on like a Henry Ruggs anytime touchdown or? (laughs) Oh my god! We were so we were on that end zone for both touchdowns. So both the both the Tyreek touchdown and then the Hunter Renfro touchdown because one was in the first quarter, one was in the second quarter. Second. So it was really cool. And then the Raiders were coming in right off half when they scored the first touchdown and made it seventeen fourteen. So like the first thirty two minutes were awesome, and then after that it was just a bombshell it was brutal and the Raiders got blown out yeah anyway Uh, all right so punishments I think there should be a there maybe needs to be an additional monetary punishment here Ooh, but only for last place like I think the answer is just like how do we make Weiss's team better because then this becomes a competition no (laughs) I think 
I think it's something to just put, like, we're not going to solve it here, but I think if you want to eliminate people tanking, let's say, right, then there needs to be a punishment. Um, maybe there's something around, if you have two first round picks, there's a monetary, like, you have to pay a fucking, maybe there's a, what's it called, like, the, the luxury tax. Maybe there's a luxury tax situation with draft picks. I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer to that, but I think that's an, it's, it's a thought, right? Like well, maybe you can also put a limit on, on what, how high of a round pick you can trade. Like it, you know, I'm sure like that I don't dif- like, like the differential on picks. Like you just can't, no, no, you just can't trade a pick higher than third. I don't like that. Why not? Because I think you need like that to me is authoritarian, right? I think if you're going to assume I live in Canada, I know that <laughs> I, I think if you're going to assume the risk of trading for a first round pick or giving up a first round pick, right? There's two sides that, yeah, because that's that's tough also. I mean, you even said, like, you even talked about, like, oh, you can't draft someone who's on IR, you know, someone who's, who's out for the year in, in, in the draft and then put them on your IR spot all year. Like, that's fucking authoritarian, too. We put guardrails up to prevent shit from blowing up. Like, it's okay to be authoritarian on necessary guardrails, to keep the league somewhat afloat. But I don't believe that there is anything happening here that's sinister. I don't think that there's anything here. No, that's sinister. Again, it's about AJ's team has sucked for years because of his first round pick decision. Sorry, AJ. But that's not true. He's won a championship. Like he's been he he's been somewhat competitive. <laughs> right? Sorry, AJ. No, he gave up that first round pick after. He won the championship look, before. Yeah, look, I was trying to I was trying to repeat. And also I think repeat. I think this year is the First year I've had a first round pick that has done anything past week three. And then you trade him for Max. And then I trade him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so first but, round, whatever. You have two first I mean, rounds. Look, You're doing okay. Whatever. Go ahead. Right. But I'm, I'm so, so here's the thing, right? I had two first round picks. I've also made three trades this year. Like, yes, I had the opportunity to make those trades and compete for a championship because I had the two firsts for sure, but you still need to pick right. So I think, again, trade deadline, cutting one roster spot off, like that's, that's a definite thing that we're doing next year. And I don't know, maybe there's a monetary, like maybe it's on both sides, right? Like if there's a luxury, if you have two first round picks, you have a luxury tax on you. Like you're, you pay, you're paying extra into the league, yeah. which would prevent I someone I, I think from like, taking. Yeah. I, I think it's also unfair, right? If you if you if you drafted somebody in the first round, right? To tell AJ you drafted Jonathan Taylor as an incredible pick. Hey, you're actually not allowed to trade him for the same value that you got him for. You have to actually trade him for less than that, which is a second round pick. I, that I don't think is fair, right? So I think the people who have problems with trading first round picks, I, I understand it, but I think there are other ways to sort of dissuade people from doing it, and we have to think more on it. But I think the trade deadline is an obvious, obvious one. Yeah. I so that's exactly, and, that's, and I also think like some of let's, let's also remember that it might be too early to learn the lessons of the guardrails we've already put in place. So for example, Danny still hasn't had the caddy. So like also like, so, so once, once we actually start like experiencing the caddying and people are like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Right. So that's one thing. Also, um, I think like Highland hasn't even finished the whole year. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. He still thinks he has a shot. 
But once well, he realizes how bad his team is, or once we get to that point where like he's in 11th place at the end of the year, people may be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't trade away my first round fucking pick anymore. And by the way, I'm going to say this because it's worthwhile. If you look at Highland's trade based on where he was in the league this year, that is a terrible trade because that's once again, overhyping your team, not understanding the competitive landscape. I don't know exactly what it was, but that was a bad, bad trade in my opinion. Shouldn't have made it. Hasty should have. Hasty's loaded next year. Yeah, Hasty's Sam, got two I, I first and two every, seconds. I've thought every deal you've made, Hasty, has been a great deal for you. The one thing I'll say, though, is that you traded all these great players. Like, you could have had a chance if you just stayed intact, I felt. That's you what I said. It was? No, you know what it was, though? And was you like, could have added. I, yeah, I tried, dude. You know I tried. <laughs> there was, like, yeah, that. You tried so early. I, yeah, I know. I, I hear what you're saying. It's just, here is the thing, right? Like, Chubb is a guy so i really like Devonte adams i really like nick chubb that's why i drafted him why i have him on my team um aj brown killed me the first half of the year and he's not it's not because he's not a great player it's just like i ended up losing a guy a lot of games because aj brown put up less than four points and like there was a game i lost to berg where i lost because i like i had to start you know that guy with two last names from Tennessee, whose name I can't even fucking remember when they lost. Kyle Hine. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I just, it wasn't my year. I could tell early. I know I've got some guys, but, but I think I had a chance to move. I mean, think about the top of our league and how stacked it is, right? Like the top of the league is so high quality that I would need so much to go right with the team I had, even if I bought, that it just didn't make sense in my opinion. Do you know Bomb Squad averaged 135 points per game last year? Oh, that actually brings me to my next point. I want to bring something up with you guys. <laughs> I thought I thought your Skip Bayless style take on, on <laughs> Christian being you, a hindrance to bomb you squad gotta defend was your best one friend. of the worst. Yeah, I have to. And that I know was, you. That, I, know that, you. I, I was personally I was personally offended by that. I thought that was absolute dog shit. Dude, stop um, listening. Sometimes you just gotta stir the pot. It's, you know, I got to tell you, I don't support that at all. That was garbage. I I, know you're right. Like I, I, it was not a fair statement. I'm just, I just want to get the conversation going. I I don't put a lot of, lot of uh, weight behind it, but just so you guys know in Vegas on Sunday, um, I was hitting up fish because I needed a book to put in my Sunday night bet on because in Vegas, you can't use the app, like you can't use DraftKings or whatever. And we were already at like in the stadium. So I wasn't going to leave to go put something down. So I was texting and I texted fish. I'm actually going to read this text. Cause it's, it's, it's that laugh out loud funny. Um, <laughs> I am the book. <laughs> <laughs> no. So fish goes some balls to ask a favor after what you said on the pod. Suggest asking <laughs> someone else. <laughs> and I texted her. I was like, I was like, touche my G my bad, much love and no response. So like, I think, it, like, I think it's, yeah, I think it's one thing if he's like, you got some balls text me after what you said. And then we like go on with the regular conversation, but he like, Oh no, he's, he's, he dropped he's coming. Hammer. He's coming on next week. He, he's, he's coming, coming on next my, week. I don't, I don't, it's also pretty that. unbelievable that you texted him asking him to put a bet for you. It's like, the, like in Vegas, it's like, <laughs> that's like texting somebody asking for like, you know, like a, like a prostitute and you're in Amsterdam. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous question to ask. It's just absurd. Hey, I, don't, hey, I just got, I just got finished with a, with a massage. Can you give me a hand job real quick? <laughs> just calling to find out if that's possible. Um, anyway, fish okay. publicly. I'm sorry, my man. Fish publicly. 
he's sorry privately. He still believes everything that he said. So you should come on the show to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, you got to come on and defend himself. Okay. We need to get Jay Pumps on here, by the way. We got to get Pomponi. They're nine and one. Like they need some representation. They need the to show. be on here. They yeah. need to be on here. So the next two things we're going to go through. Um, I renamed the game of the week to um, what did I rename it to? The Kevin Heller the, greatness of perfection game of the week. What? Yeah, just because Kevin's perfect and like he doesn't do anything wrong ever, and I just wanted okay. to rename the game of the week to him. Huh? Are you playing this week? It's a psychological warfare. No, I've got, I've got Weiss two weeks in a row, and then Goldfarb. <laughs> oh. God, are you fucking kidding me? That and you thought you needed okay, to now that's, Yeah, now that trade makes I didn't. me a little pissed off. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. my God. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I am doing AJ Brown for after. Because here's – again, because Rose is 9-1. It's, it's like you're beating on, like, a, a, a handicapped person. Twice. <laughs> I might not even start AJ Brown this week. Like, that's how actually good my roster is right now. Wait, can we um, – can we just talk about one other thing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. We'll talk about it no, no, no. Go ahead. You, you can go ahead. It's completely unrelated to this, to what you said. I'm just totally switching gears because I just thought about it and I want to hear everybody's take. Like, Dearness Johnson is the best fucking running back in Cleveland, and I don't think it's close. He just put up 170 yards against the Pats. After, like, the Pats are sick. You, you, you know what? They lost you know 45 to 7. You know, you, know what, you know what's an oversight? Like I know, high obviously there's there's two guys in that backfield. How was DeAndre Johnson not part of that trade with the injuries that those guys have been dealing with? Yeah. How was he not part of that trade? Just another Kareem Hunt hasn't side. played. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt He's probably will not play the rest of the year. I don't he think might. he'll play the rest. No, of he, the might. Year. he might. He'll he'll be back after the bye. If they're still also, in contention, he'll be back after the bye. You know what was really nice? I was thinking about this after Sunday's games. I was like, you know what? I'm really grateful for. It. I'm grateful that I got a single year just one year in my entire fucking football fandom life where the Patriots weren't good because now it, it was, it's that scene from the perfect storm where they're in the two storms and we were in the two storms for a long time with Tom Brady and just getting fucking molly every second. And last year was that little scene where they get out of the two storms and there's like a little bit of sunlight and we're like, Holy shit, we're out of it. Like the Pats, they're not the Pats anymore. And then the third hurricane comes and then the ship goes fucking under. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling at this point. Is just that's is disgust. Dark shit right there. It is dark. But then I watch fucking Jets give up 45 points, and Mike White, our savior, benched for Joe Flacco. Like Joe Flacco starting for my football team this week. Black City. What the fuck? That's yeah, tough. All right, we're gonna go. Into... Somebody actually, somebody actually had Mike White on their team. Danny. Well, I got a today that he was. Dan, Dan, Danny Z did. Yeah, All right, guys. He posted incredible justice for so Weiss, I think. we've got Weiss co-manager suggestions plus general questions. Wait, we've got hold 16... on. One more thing before we do that. Yes. At some point this year, can we please do an analysis? on the number of points per dollar spent that bomb squad has from free agent pickups. Yes, we can do that. <laughs> Just want to make sure that happens. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Okay. So we've got 16 responses um, for Weiss's co-manager suggestions plus general questions. I'm just going to go through them. I have not looked at them. 
we can talk about the pros and cons if you want for some of them, but I'll start with the first. Coach Fontaine heard he's available. It's fucked up. Number two. Fucked up. Dimitri Rabinowitz. <laughs> wow. I have not thought about that. Oh, that's terrific. For a long time. Can you can someone look up if Dimitri Rabinowitz has an Instagram? Sometimes I like remember people's that. names and I go, I wonder if they have an Instagram and what they're up to right now. I can't imagine that's spelled properly. I think it might be. Okay, well, anyway, keep going. Dimitri Rabinowitz. Next, we've got Joe Tranchina. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrific. I would love Joe Tranchina in our league. Who is Joe Tranchina? He was in your grade, right, Matt? He was in my grade. His dad, yeah, his dad owned, remember Ari Rang? Yes. Oh, Joe <laughs> Tranchina. Yeah. Oh, Ari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I know who you're talking about now. But he's yeah. like, I, I thought Joe was a good kid. Like, he's goofy. But I thought he was a good man. <laughs> Do I read this one out loud? Yeah, I have to. <laughs> Got Katie Maringoff's husband. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh my god! Can we can we also like just an idea? This is an idea episode, right? Like it's an um, ideas episode. Like, can we have like a Katie Marangoff award every week for the person that had the most receiving yards? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's amazing. Jesus Christ. Could be a running back award too, or like an offensive line award for whoever created the biggest gap that someone could sort of run through. That's a reach. You blew it. Fuck. My bad. <laughs> Sorry to my children. Shabam. 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 He's always a front runner. Dude, when Weiss said that last week, I fucking lost. Yeah, it. that was so <laughs> out of the blue too, because we had like stopped talking about it, and he just threw Shabam in. <laughs> Mr. Maroney, now, great pick. That would be great. That actually imagine Maroney, actually some, Rose, and Glenn at the draft. That that's actually plausible. <laughs> like that's, that's plausible. I think it's doable. That is a plausible person. If we draft him, that, that could be done. Who was the British teacher? Miss Wynne Jones. Miss Wynne Jones. Oh, she was out of her mind. I will never forget. I actually, oh, and he's, he's, he's still funny. He's just takes a lot of pictures of himself shirtless. I always found Robbie Davis to be one of the funniest kids I've ever met. And yeah, he's he, he took tennis balls from the tennis court across, which is right next to the science building and would fucking whip them at the wall when she would turn around in the class and she would lose her shit. And it was fucking incredible. Unreal. And then he, like, (laughs) at one point, he was, like, fucking with a Bunsen burner. And something, like, exploded. And she was like, you just created a bomb. And it's like, oh, my God. Anyway, Anyway, Mr. Maroney. Paul Steinberg. That's actually a... Yeah. Robbie Davis, too. Algorithm. Algorithms. Paul's got this. George Steinberg. He'd probably help there. Ryan Burke. 
That would be weird for my team. Burn. <laughs> Change the history a little bit. No, you'd have to keep your name. I would lock your team name in if that <laughs> could never change it. Here's a question. <laughs> Fucking loser question. Trading first rounders is ruining the league, creating a perpetual cycle of tanking and super teams. Defend this. I will Be more not. aggressive. Stop being a pussy. How's that? Boom, roasted. Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't they red? I thought our legs were red, not blue. No. (laughs) Hey, see, you read this one, please. (laughs) Miss Cornbloom's blue legs. Talking about McNally's girlfriend here. (laughs) That's terrific. Like from Office Space. Well, McNally fucked her. <laughs> it's like a bolo meal. Oh, oh, come on. God. That's gross. Will Calvi. <laughs> Will Calvi. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to say that that is the most offensive one that we've gotten so far. Will Calvi is? Yeah. Why? Because it's gross. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Fair enough. Ooh, we've got a bunch in a row here. We've got Katie Wulong. (laughs) (laughs) Terrific. Dan Gettleman. That would actually, like, if you want to win a championship, I think Dan Gettleman behind the scenes would be crunching numbers and helping you. (laughs) His fish 2.0? Yep. Mrs. Abdullah Had. Cody and Ian Holden. She was probably my least favorite teacher at Poly. <laughs> I made her cry. I made her cry. Fact. I wonder if Dimitri's wondering, wondering why so many kids from Poly are looking at his LinkedIn this evening. I... <laughs> is that the same guy? <laughs> yeah, this That's is him. him. <laughs> Send him an invite. He's a software engineer. Not surprising. He's a smart kid. Yeah, but not as smart as Dan Gettleman. Not as smart as Dan Gettleman. 13 fish. <laughs> Ooh. On his own? I brought no, it up. I, 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 this no. would be a COF team. This would be yeah, a COF team. Yeah. He's I a mercenary. That. I think, I think, I think that. you guys said curse, he wouldn't do it. Curse for, one curse franchise to another. He'd be a hero. Yeah, I think, I think that's an interesting proposition. Same. But they couldn't do it. I'm telling you, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get along. I mean, they love each other, but I don't think they'd get along. Okay. Carbone. That's reasonable. It's pretty much in the league. Yeah. Designated. Well, he drafted a really good team this year for Goldfarb, so I don't know if he's. (laughs) I don't know if he's in high favor at this point. And finally, to wrap it all off, Doctor Love. Love. (laughs) Shout out to Doctor Love. That's great. Okay. Into. I got to run, boys. All right, See you later, Max. Great to see you. Thanks for your input. Love you. AJ, last later. week, went four and eight, <laughs> dropping to 30 and 26. I that also went four and there. eight. And Scoreboard. I had one of the best picks last week where I picked Huxon to win outright. Outright. And- <laughs> Did you say 
Hey, hey, so did you did you go back in the dock and see my, my little comment on it? No, but I'm going to do it right now. And I, yeah, he just scroll up. <laughs> I can probably find it. It was in the comments. It was just LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that was At not the crime correct. scene. LOL. At the, nice tweet. Hasty, six and six, 27 and 29. There's actually some really compelling games this week from game. a seeding standpoint. And that's what I picked. So first game. A fight between fourth place and second place teams. Yanni Bangs. Wait, so we're not going to do awards real quick? I, I, I had a couple of awards here, but no. I think them? No, okay. Yeah, I mean, we could, yeah, we'll blast through them. The Kevin Heller Greatness of Perfection Game of the Week. Ray Rice's Elevator versus the Puerto Rican Paisanos. What a fucking uh, game. Four point what spread. Great game. Yeah, I was rooting for you hard, man. Same. Me too. Um, Tyreek <laughs> Hill's an animal. Tyree Cole's an animal. C.D. Lamb's an animal. Yeah. Um, Hunter Henry and Carolina D on the bench would have won the week for A.J., but there's no way that you could have started either of them. Um, yeah. Carolina's playing against Arizona. Although uh, – It was too late, though, because I had – Baltimore on Thursday night. I had Baltimore on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was a smash. That was a smash play. Also, in reality. Like, what you deserve, A.J., is a lot of credit for starting Ramondre C.D. Great fun. Bro, season. that was – oh, my God. All day. Every day since that trade, I'd been sweating because they were both questionable with concussions. Yeah. And he just fucking sure. blew up. So that was yeah. – it could have been a lot worse. Surprise win. Surprise. Hey, Steeper, put me in coach. I put, I put Antonio Gibson for you, but I understand why you didn't start him. But he did have a very good week. Wouldn't I actually mattered. pulled him – no bullshit. I pulled him out at 12.57. Uh, I yeah. mean, like, Corey Davis had a fine game. Like, Antonio Gibson scored yeah. 10 more points. But, like, I, I texted my buddy who has both. I was like, dude, I can't trust Antonio Gibson against the Bucks. Right? He's like, yeah, no shot. Take him out. Yeah, and obviously, like that whole Bucks game surprised me. That was yeah. one of the only games that I took the the favorite to cover was the mm-hmm. Bucks to cover in Washington, and what a terrible idea that was. Yeah, I hated every single one. Of, I think you basically missed every pick on that ticket. Yeah, and not only did I miss, I missed badly. Like I picked Atlanta to beat Dallas. I picked I picked Tampa Bay to cover. I the picked. Second- a- I picked the a Browns. lot of goofy things. The, the, the second Browns you, plus two and a half. I picked the I think, Browns. Yeah, I picked the Browns. I think you <laughs> lost those. I think your collective like spread picks. I think you lost by close to a hundred. More than that. Like I think sure. more than that. Right. I picked the Steelers to win. Which yeah. Obviously, did not happen. It no, was, they tied. It was it was hideous. So this one, I, I agree that you probably couldn't have started him, but you missed history. So Jacoby Myers scored his first career TD this week. He was drafted in 2019. The guy has 135 catches in the NFL, 1,500 receiving yards, and this was his first time visiting the end zone. So history was missed by Danny, and he cannot claim that he was in the starting lineup when he scored his first touchdown, something that he could go back on for years to come. Then finally, didn't matter because Weiss won, but Max texted me. Weiss was like debating Cole Beasley and Devin Singletary um, for a while, and Max told him Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley put up two points, Devin Singletary put up 11. And Max said he would have been very, very upset if that was the difference in the game. Shart, Mike Jasicki, Donut, and Goldfarb's roster. Every single but person. But didn't, didn't Rose have Gasicki and he won anyway? He won anyway. There wasn't anything like crazy that happened this week. There was mostly blowouts again this week. Okay. Well, let's Congrats get to, to Highland. This is a big Congrats week. to Highland for covering 25 points, by the way. Um, okay. I think, yeah. never mind. Did he cover? Johnny Bangs. Yeah, he covered. Yeah, he covered. Covered 25. Debo Samuel had a monster game. Yanni oh, yeah, Bangs, that's right. That's right. minus five versus Ray Rice's elevator. 
over under 248 fight between fourth and second place team. This is an enormous game for both sides. I think if Roves wins this week, then he's pretty much locking up a buy spot. Um, if he loses, I have a chance to, or Max has a chance, someone has a chance to potentially overtake him. So what do you guys got? Oh man, oh man, oh man. And AJ, can you do your thing? Will you make it nice? Thank you. Okay. I will go to rosters just to make sure everyone sees what's going on. Yeah, I'm I'm looking Uh, at it now. I mean, I think I think Carolina's defense is really strong and and could very well hold McLaurin down. You know, Hopkins is a big question mark. Um, he was not a practice today, apparently. He's Mm -hmm. playing Seattle. Seattle's defense is not great. I don't know, man. Jonathan Taylor's got Buffalo. Like, I think what I will say is, oh, also, how about this for a matchup, though? Roves has Tyree Kill and CeeDee Lamb, and they play each other. So CeeDee Lamb gets the Kansas City defense, mm. and Kansas City gets the Dallas defense. That might be a zillion points between the two of them. Those two it might be up 100 between the two of them. It could um, be. Also, I think Justin Herbert is better than his projection shows, though he has been trashed the last couple of weeks. Pittsburgh's picture actually is is TJ Watts done, right? I don't know. I know he was hurt. I don't know if he's done for the year, but either way, um, <clears throat> I think Rove's gonna come out on top. I hate this because I want, you know, I want Miani Banks to come out on top, but I think Rove's is gonna come out on top, and I think I'm gonna take the under here. Okay. AJ. One sec. Um, well, now that we're past that Mahomes breakout game, I think uh, <laughs> Max is going to ride that. Um, I usually don't like this over under, but I think this game can be close. Uh, and to be cl- that close, it's going to have to go over. I think I, think, uh, I got Rose and the over, but I think Max is going to win. I think it'll be. Wait, you just said you got rows. You just said you got rows in the under. Over. Oh, to cover. To cover. Yeah. You got rows to cover, but Max is going to win. Okay, got it. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Um. I. I got it, Hasty. I I agree with everything that. I agree with everything that Hasty said. The weather in Buffalo, though, is. eh, It's not bad. Twenty-five percent chance of precipitation. Yeah. When Um, when has weather ever played a role? (laughs) <laughs> only once <laughs> um uh, this is tough max's roster is just so fucking good though um so was rose who does rose have on by that he's starting Dante Foreman? oh the ramps that's it henderson henderson yeah um that actually might be a really good pickup he certainly looks like the best back in yeah. tennessee right now yeah um I am gonna go Max and the under in this particular game because I just think Max's roster is better. Darren Waller has not been great. I think he's had his target share. He just hasn't had the catches or the yards to back it up or the touchdowns. He's got like two touchdowns on the entire year. I think this is the week where um, he wakes up, puts up like a 25 spot. Next, we've got Justice for Watson, minus four versus to Ernest hunted Chubb over under 226. This is the sixth seed 
versus the eighth seed. Hasty wins this game. He stays in the conversation. He stays in the playoff picture. And I think Danny, he needs a stake in the ground this week because his team is spiraling out of control. So we'll go reverse order. Actually, no, we'll keep it the same. AJ, why don't you go first? I always pick against Hasty, it seems. And that that seems also to be the one that puts me at either even or under 500 for every week. I don't know, man. I think so you have I, the best record of the three of us because of that. <laughs> also true. So I don't know. I, I feel like he got rid of a lot of talent this year. And Danny's team is going to his team is his team is pretty fucking good. Fuck it. Hasty, I'm gonna take you in the in the over. Let's go. Here's my concern with this particular game. Hasty is starting four people that they play for the Jets or the Dolphins. Um, so that's okay. a big concern of mine since both teams are are pretty pretty crappy. Starting the Jets defense against Miami, which I guess Miami is pretty terrible offensively. But on the other side. Danny is starting Tua, who is just absolutely awful. Hmm. Nick Folk, I think, could put up 15 to 16 points in Atlanta. And the Patriots could just run away with that game pretty easily. <laughs> Tennessee, good matchup. I don't know. I just feel like Hasty is going to be right in the mix. Mike Evans against the Giants. I feel like that could be a smash spot. I still think Waddle is really good. Everyone shows out against the Jets. Is Gibson – Gibson's an X-factor. You should refresh that matchup. You should. Ah, did you put someone else in? No, I traded. I'm just kidding. Yes, I picked up a different defense. <laughs> okay. So Philly versus New Orleans. I like that play. Um, I'm keeping the spread the same. I'm going – Hasty to cover and the over. I'm going to stick with what AJ said. I think Hasty wins this outright, though. Okay. It's famous last Actually, word. Actually, I changed my mind. I'm going Hasty, Hasty no, no, in the no. under. Hasty in the under. It's too late. I heard Hasty and over. Is that what you heard, AJ? That's hasty what and I over. Wrote, Whatever. Yeah. Hold me to it. My picks have sucked this year. Hasty, okay. let me just write, will win outright. <laughs> That's the kiss of death, dude. I haven't gotten one of those right this year. <laughs> the kiss of death. Although I got I got Weiss right oh, last got, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good call. Oh man, I don't know what to do. My team kind of stinks. Um, I think I know my, what your pick is already. I I well no because I'm I might make a bold move here. Um, on the waiver wire. I'm going to pick up somebody that's going to make some shit happen. You can trade one of your first and get a guy. The top. (laughs) Um, And, uh, but anyway, like I might start Claypool. He practiced today. We'll see. But uh, one thing I know for sure is that I will, I don't believe I'll be Danny. Um, And I don't believe that I will score enough points to hit the over here. So I'm going to take Danny in the under. Yep. That's exactly what I wrote. (laughs) <laughs> he yeah. always picks against himself yep and then finally the battle between i believe this is fifth and seventh maga minus 12 sitting in the seventh seed right now versus bomb squad over under 212.5 
again, similar to Hasey. Maga wins this, and he's very much in the conversation for the postseason. Um, he could actually find himself in a playoff spot if DZ loses and one of the teams just outscores the other by a significant margin because Danny is still the points leader in the league. Um, and if Bomb Squad loses I can game, actually be in playoff contention if I win this game, right? Because I think I have the yes. same record as Glenstein. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just need right to outscore Danny by 106 points. Yeah, that's all. That's um, crazier things have happened. If Bomb Squad loses this game, I don't. it would not surprise me if they lose out, if they don't win another game the rest of the year. And AJ it, put this in. But is that because their Bomb schedule is hard? Or? Because they're terrible. No, Bomb Squad what is, about their schedule? I have no idea. I haven't looked at it. Bomb They've got Ocho Cinco de Finco next week, so that's a dub. Um, and then they've got Sequarantine Barkley. Yeah, no, Bomb Squad's okay. <laughs> Bomb Squad is going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> I finish. I don't think Bomb Squad's making the playoffs. That's my prediction. Bomb Squad has been outscored by 75% of the league this year. AJ, we'll start with you. Um, so, who do, as of right now, they have, they're going to have to play Mike Davis tomorrow night. Unless it seems they, that way. Unless they make a trade, which I don't think anyone's going to do. Uh, they've been riding Tony Pollard all year. I I don't know. I, I can't see Bomb Squad beating Glenn's team, and I don't really think it's going to be particularly close. So I got I got Glenn, and I'm taking the under. They're going to start Jamal Williams, their prize free agent pickup, AJ. <laughs> Why would they do that when they haven't done it already? <laughs> <laughs> Is Carson? I heard Carson might be back. He was supposed to be back last week, wasn't he? And then he had. Well, a, that's why. I guess, I, I guess that's why I'm back. assuming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he, he's, he's activated though. From yeah, he was designated to return, but he got hurt or something. Or well, it's, he didn't practice today. It says it's a setback after oh, Carson returned to practice last oh, week before falling, failing to get cleared to play against the Packers. It sounds like Carson isn't going to be playing anytime soon. My prediction in the beginning of the year about. That's Carson cool, yeah. not being healthy was correct. Unfortunately, I hitched my wagon to Rashad Penny, who is also never healthy and stinks and is very, also still fat. fat. He's very fat. Fat Rashad fat. Penny. Rashad. Rashad. AJ, you already picked? Yeah, MAGA and under. I, I will also take MAGA and under. Uh-oh. All right, and I'm going the opposite way. Bomb squad and over. Tired. And I need to win games. So if you're giving me an opportunity to make a contrarian pick, I'm going to. Right. That's it. Much All love right. to everyone. I think this was a an electric yeah. show. That was the first time we said electric. Fuck yeah. That's, that's and now we hit the one. over. Electric go. three. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to everyone. I hope you all outscore your point projections and good luck the rest of the year until the winner may there be victory you gonna see it's a fucking murder spree you gonna see won't nobody say a peep you gonna see don't you turn your back on me you gonna see roll up on them white sleep catch a nigga slipping i might hit him with the pop they gonna miss him cause revenge fell sweet you gonna see won't nobody say a peep you gonna see the order the bear
the sweet of the juice. Knew I could do what I needed to prove. In order to lose, I needed to win. In order to win, I needed to choose.